Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 6. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit, and I'm here with my co-host, the man who needs no introduction, Adam. You you there? You ready? <laughs> yeah, well, I thought I thought I didn't need an You're introduction. Like, uh, uh. I mean, it's like you, I figured maybe I didn't need an introduction, to, so I shouldn't say anything. I didn't want to prove you wrong. I just figured... The man who needs no introduction, silence. and then there's silence, and then we just get into the show. Adam <laughs> Jamal Tetris. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's me, Adam Jamal, named after go. my grandfather. Yeah. Actually. The great-great-grand Jamal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was his, his name was Grand Jamal Tetris. Actually. Yeah, it sounds like a, a rapper from the 80s. <laughs> Grand Grandmaster Jamal. Jamal. Hey, hey, it's Grandmaster Jamal Tetris. It's like a Polish thing. Right, right. <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I uh, I'm really excited because I was hushed moments ago. Mm. I wasn't allowed to talk about this until the mics were hot. Hey, man. Uh, what are you gonna learn? Yeah, <laughs> okay. Here's all right. Here's what you need to know, world. Every time I want to have a conversation with my friend, uh-huh. my 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 peer, my colleague, uh, Octavius. He, he shushes me. He puts a mic in my face. He says, he still don't say anything. Don't say anything. Wait till we record. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not allowed to share anything. I can't, I can't share my opinion until we share it with the world. It's for you guys. So all, all but that's the thing is what it does. Octavius, I don't know if you know this, but it, infl- it inflates whatever I'm going to say. Uh-huh. So I could maybe have the least significant thing to tell you. Right. But you're like, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, which means I'm like, okay, there's a hype. Now. <laughs> this, it, it, this, it makes it all the more better. <laughs> tell the people what you wanted to tell them. Okay. Is, you didn't want, I didn't want, see, the thing is, guys, internet, I don't want to rob you of these moments. I think it's nice that you don't want to rob anybody of these moments, but I've just like it puts me in the it puts me in the spot. <laughs> now I need to impress. Hey, I was just I'm I was always trying to impressed, let my, Adam. I was trying to let my hair down. It's <laughs> just like hey, I'm always impressed. Is. Okay, look, uh, I got a really very incredible uh, delivery in the mail uh, Monday. I think it was Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a, a friend of mine, someone who has followed me from other work that I've done in the past, like many, many, many years in the past. Uh, who followed me when I used to be on a, a website called ScrewAttack.com. Oh, you told me about that. It's all gaming stuff. I yeah. used to do like really dumb videos on there, and I had a good time. Uh, this guy has been following me on Twitter uh, since he, he found out about me on ScrewAttack. He became a friend. He's visited me here at Indie Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was at a flea market, and he found a stack of Man-Thing comics Wait a minute. A stack of man thing. Hey, look at and this. And you didn't want to share this with the world? I, I mean, like, You wanted to keep this to yourself? I, no, I want to share it with... This I, is more important than, like, Deadpool coming out in a couple weeks. To me, yeah. I know. But <laughs> also, to me, everything is okay. more important than Deadpool coming out. But man thing especially. Right. Uh, I, have, I have one, two, three... Four, five, six, set. I have seven issues of man thing. Wow. That I did not previously have. You are... Definitely, like, inheriting someone else's 
man thing fetish. Some of these that are really, really. Wait a minute. Hold on. First no, of all, no, no. <laughs> you, know, you know what's real messed up is I was just gonna let he's that gonna, ride. He's gonna move on past I was just that. Gonna let that ride. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep going. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I have issues from the seventies. Adventure into fear number fifteen uh-huh. and seventeen. And I mean, Adventure into Fear was before Man Thing even got his own title. Mm. This was this was old stuff. Uh, and the one that I think I'm most excited about is uh, the Marvel two in one, the Thing, and Man Thing. Mm-hmm. And when Man Thing was 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 created, uh, there were people working for Marvel who thought it was a horrible idea because he shared basically shared the same name right. with a character from the Fantastic Four. Like, it's why would you do this? Uh, but on the insistence of uh, Stan Lee, they named a Man Thing. Uh, and in this issue, the thing, uh, actually finds out about the existence of man thing and he goes to beat him up. And what I'm looking at is the yeah. thing literally punching yeah. directly through his man hand thing. is going right through. So like, you know, he can't, he can't do anything about this. It says monster versus monster while a world trembles. Are you trembling? Uh, I am. I'm Snapchatting. I'm I'm trembling <laughs> right now. I in in the, the the first few panels of this, it's uh, Ben Grimm, the Thing, mm-hmm. reading a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Man, Thing's face is on the newspaper. First of all, I need that newspaper. Well, well, why wouldn't all, you want that? Of course. Uh, ben Grimm looks at that and says, "I can't believe this bozo has my name." Mm, and uh, just goes. They and made a joke out of it. Yep. He goes and hunts him down so he can beat him up. This is good stuff. And uh, also for anyone who read Secret Wars which just ended recently. Mm-hmm. Molecule Man makes an appearance in this oh. book. Molecule Man's a big deal now. He's a very big deal. And I'm just saying, he shows up in a, a, a 70s issue of Thing and Man Thing. This is, to the person who sent this to me, a uh, guy's name is Daniel. Mm-hmm. Daniel, I love you. I'm indebted to you. Uh, Lannister always repays his debts. Salute okay. to Daniel. Shout out to Daniel. Shout out to Daniel. Number one faniel, Daniel. <laughs> Wow. Giant size Dan thing. Thank you. <laughs> I probably he probably wouldn't like me saying that. <laughs> He's like, what is He's this? He's like, hey, what have I made myself a Can you do of? me a favor and never talk about me again? Especially I just don't, don't say I just don't, don't ever call me you. giant size Dan thing ever again. <laughs> Please don't. So that's what's big in my life right now. Uh-huh. Uh what about you? Um I'm actually excited about Deadpool. You're not excited about Deadpool? <sighs> I'm, I'm ready exci- for I'm it. I'm excited. There are two reasons I'm excited. One okay. is because I think it looks like a great translation. I know we talked about this before. Yeah. I think it looks like a great translation of a movie company that understands the audience. Mm-hmm. Two, because I'm going to see it with you. Okay. So I'm excited to see it with you so we can talk about it. Yes. Everything outside of that, I'm, I have no, like, I'm, I, I'm apathetic. Are we going to try to see it on the opening day? Yeah, why not? And then we can come right in here and do a show about it if possible. Yeah, yeah. In fact, this comes out on the 12th? I believe so. Okay. For, what nobody yeah, knows, yeah. because you and I haven't shared this, Okay, is on the 13th, you and I are beginning a new journey together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going on, we're embarking on an odyssey. That's the one way of putting it? Yeah. Octavius and I, beginning on February 13th, and for seven weeks are going to be learning how to be pro wrestlers. Who to thunk it? We're going to the Wrestle Factory in South Philadelphia. No, it's not in South Philadelphia. It's Northeast. Northeast, yeah. Come to think of it, yeah. It's, it's, it's in Northeast. I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to the Wrestle Factory where Chikara, uh, Philly's own, and like internationally renowned pro wrestling league, 
uh, or federation, I should say, mm-hmm. trains their 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 talent. And they, I just went to an event uh, over the weekend, a Chikara like season opener. It was yeah. incredible. Octavius and I are going to be learning to be pro wrestlers there with Mike Quackenbush. He's the president of the federation. Are you excited about that? Because that's like a level of geek that you, we haven't integrated into the show yet. But I ha- I have to admit to you right now, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I'm like I love. I'm excited to learn how to use hypnosis. That's what it's about for me. If I leave here after seven weeks and I don't know how to use hypnosis like Ophidian Cobra, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ophidian Cobra, one of the wrestlers in Chikara, he's got got this crazy move uh, where he hypnotizes everyone in the ring. Yeah, it is an illegal. I've heard that. That's the word on the street. The commentator said it's it's the most illegal move in pro wrestling. That is one of the most illegal moves in pro wrestling, (laughs) primarily because you steal the will of man. Right. Right. You take a man's volition away from him, and I feel like that is morally repugnant but also uh incredibly effective in the ring with great power comes great responsibility what yeah. will you do with the power of hypnosis well we <laughs> that sounds like wait i did i just write a comic book just now yes, I think you, did. I did. you did you did it's about uh it's about a, a lucha wrestler who's themed after a snake but also name he, man man but name man man <laughs> and also he's a baby he don't wear no shoes right and he hypnotizes everybody <laughs> exactly yeah Really? Was it like under 10 minutes until we got Man Man into this episode? Hey, man. We're, we're at 9.05, and Man Man <laughs> is here. I just, look, I wanted to share, I wanted to share this, this breaking news with everyone that you and I are going to be doing this, and I have a feeling that we're going to be bringing that with us into the show. Probably. Uh, most likely in the form of you and I, or at least definitely me, mm-hmm. complaining about how bad I feel and like, uh, how sore my body is. Yeah. Because well, I, I 100% count on the fact that I'm going to feel like hell, like well, living I mean, hell. You know what's funny? Like, I think all of us have watched wrestling back in the day. It's a part of geek culture. And I wrestled in high school. I wrestled in college. I did, like, martial arts ever since I was a little kid. But truth be told, I have never done pro wrestling so yeah. the, the opportunity to actually do pro wrestling i'm like absolutely sure yeah yeah this this sounds like fun i mean yeah we all grew up seeing these characters and even though i'm not up to date with it right now honestly because if pro wrestling is like a tv show mm-hmm. i'm like seasons and seasons and seasons behind yeah. like when i do flick it on every now and then i'm like who are these people yeah i understand i don't even that. know who they are and there, there are a couple of the older guys like legacy guys that i like seeing come back yeah. but for the most part i've had to learn a lot of the new ones uh there's a guy who wrestles in the wwe now mm-hmm. who was trained at chikara the guy's name is cesaro and Cesaro's like really dope, uh, and he trained in Philly with the guy who's going to train you and I. Mm-hmm. That, I'm just saying that's the road that hey, we're we're on. Who knows what the future holds? That's my the road. What's your, what's your theme song going to be? We're, you know what? I I don't know. Like I haven't even thought past. Yeah. If I'm going to learn hypnosis, I know one thing. I won't be wearing any like draws pants. Yeah, I, I, can't, I need I need a full pair of shorts. I yeah, need some yeah, fight yeah. shorts or something. I can't be out here with like speedo pants. On. No, I'm going to ask for like what's the smallest you got? Like give me give me the thing. Yeah, that's not how I roll. Give me give me the thing that's going to make people uncomfortable. Nah, I mean I can't do it. Like you got to put me in some some UFC joints. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I got, <laughs> hey hey Octavius, here's uh, your wrestling attire. It's like a little speedo thing. You use hypnosis. <laughs> and then say, I want um, uh, lounge pants. Yeah. Like pajama I pants. Need pajama pants. There, there it is. There <laughs> we go. It. Pajama the, pants. The flannel menace. Right. I'm the guy. Octavius. Instead of the flannel menace. I, just, <laughs> yeah. I got it like two seconds late. <laughs> like, I see what you just did there. 
Yeah. Oh man, yeah, we'll keep you guys up to date with what's going on with this. Yeah, um, I, I hope people are excited as 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 I am. As impossible. we are, it's impossible. I know that's true. <laughs> I know that's true. Well, you know, t- you know, Chikara has a wrestler called Swamp Monster, and he's totally mute and uh, says nothing. He's just a swamp monster. He's from the Everglades, and uh, clearly. He's my favorite wrestler already in their federation. Yeah. Great wrestler. Um, but there's a connection here, right? Like can't, sometimes can't the universe, quite put your finger on it, but it's something about this guy. I like, I'm just saying I'm putting that out there. Yeah. I'm putting that out there. Okay. Well, let's see what happens to this. What's happening in the world today. Let's talk about this news. Um, so let's start off with what's most important. Can we please? Gods of Egypt. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I didn't think that's where you were going with this. Hey, I zigged when you thought I was going to zag. Okay, let's... Oh, the let's most important about. thing we could talk about. Gods of Egypt. Gods of Egypt is... We've talked about Gods of Egypt previously. Uh, both of us seem to have this this attitude toward Gods of Egypt, which is we we are entertained by Gods of Egypt and its existence to catch anyone up if you are unfamiliar, Gods right, of Egypt yeah. is an, a movie coming out in theaters near you soon uh, about Egyptian mythologies. A lot of like uh, liberties taken. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, a lot of CG, of a lot of action, uh, and also a lot of white people. Right. Because that's what Egypt's about. Yeah, yeah. I remember one of, some of my favorite Egyptians, 100% white, Caucasian. Right. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so. Are you going <laughs> to see this movie? Well. <clears throat> I feel like it's kind of, it would be fun slash funny slash entertaining to go watch this movie just to do a one-shot review on it. Agreed. To have a conversation about it. And you know what? Honestly, there's a part of me that goes, I want to follow my own rules. Yeah. I'm going to walk in. I'm going to let these people tell me the story. (laughs) And I'm going to see how I feel about it. However, comma. Yeah. I will say... That I have totally thrown my trailer rules out of the window. That is true. Because I don't care about this movie. <laughs> I don't care. I've watched all the trailers coming up. Just to kind of like, because the first one I saw, it's like, man, I cannot believe yeah. you made a movie about Egypt and everybody's white. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> I stand corrected. Yeah. The people who made this movie have heard my cry. Yeah. Uh, do you, you want to uh, unpack that a little bit? Because you and I just watched the new trailer. Right. By the way, the news here is that there's a new trailer. Right. That's the news. <laughs> That's the point we're bringing this up That's about. That's the news. So, and uh, you guys who listen to this podcast can tell how much I care about this movie if we are actually sitting here talking about a trailer. Yeah. Which I, y'all know I don't do trailers. Cardinal rule. Yeah. Octavius doesn't watch trailers. Octavius told me that he was literally going to go and see a movie today. Yes. That he couldn't give me the title of and doesn't know what it is because he's never seen the trailer for it. But I got advanced screening tickets, too, and I was like, you know what? Let's go for it. So, okay, Gods of Egypt trailer has uh, remedied your problem of no black people. Right. How, how, how did they go about doing this? Well, <laughs> what I have seen in this most recent trailer... Freeze frame. ...is not only have they... Said, ah, 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 Octavius, actually you're wrong. There are brown people in yeah. this movie. Yeah. Not only are there brown people, there's one brown person <laughs> who's shown multiple times yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah. And I was like, well, okay, I guess you're trying. <laughs> no, no, not acceptable. I still feel the same way. 
how you gonna put T'Challa in this movie and then like is that is that him? Is that is I, that I don't know. I is that the know. same guy? I don't know if it's the same guy who's, who's I'm, playing I'm, him. I'll sleuth. But, uh, I, but I, yeah, I you know. know, there seems to be like one black guy. Um, and there's a scene where, spoilers, he's like duplicated over and over and over again. I have no idea what the context of he is in the movie, but he doesn't seem like a very that is character. That is T'Challa. That is Chadwick Boseman. Okay. That is, that that's our that's our dude, and <laughs> they so to, just to clarify, just to zoom in on what Octavius is saying here, that when he says they put him in there over and over and over again, he does not. He means that as literally as possible. <laughs> right. We 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 pause one the scene. trailer <laughs> on a scene in which there are many black people in the room, oh, and we're thinking like, look at all the wow, whoa, whoa, whoa! They they fixed the film. There are a lot of black guys in there. Um, that's the same person. <laughs> very literally cloned wearing the same i mean clearly maybe, maybe it's like he's got us power and what we're power i know that what we're dealing with is a person who can like clone themselves yeah. or like show multiple versions. right we're what we're dealing with is gods of egypt multiplicity uh the movie multiplicity and also gods of egypt where it's just clones of one person yeah, so they fix the problem okay fix the problem in my book all right look at them all yeah, there it is. And I imagine that the director is thinking, here you, here you go, angry mob. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? Now, see, here's like, okay. Now, I don't, this is totally just jokes and all, but it's like, what if they're like, we heard you guys. And then they, went in and they said, this is, this is good, right? This is good. This is diversity. I am looking at the IMDb <laughs> right now for uh, Gods of Egypt, the, mm-hmm. the full cast and crew. And it looks like um, it looks like picking out white paint, like when you get like <laughs> you get like uh, uh, different different paint samples yeah. of, of like different white. And like this yeah. is white. This is buttercream. This is eggshell. This is eggshell. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. Off white. I'm seeing a lot of uh, I'm seeing a lot of white people, and then Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, but hey, look, you know what? I'll see it to see what they're talking about. And I'm done talking about this. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Actually, I'm in it for uh, Michael Anthony Taylor, uh, who seems to be a, a, another uh, person of color in Gods of Egypt. Very excited for Michael Anthony Taylor's performance. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Never heard of this guy in my life. I do not know. I do not know. So that's probably some of the, the, the hard-hitting news for this week. Right. Um, that's, the, that's the biggest story of the week. That's sorry. right. As far as week. trailers go, uh, we got a kind of a vague promise that Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters movie, is getting a trailer soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually excited about that. No sarcasm. So am I. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> um, and uh, Kevin Feige has said that, uh, that I think the trailer is coming out at the end of the month. End of the month, yeah. The end of February. Yeah. So we got a while. Yeah. I mean, it'll probably hit us at any point, or they'll do some sort of big at the well i'm totally as uh guessing but maybe they'll do like a trailer with a late night show or something like that yeah i i think that it that tends to be the way they do it now yeah it's like kind of integrated into a late night show you gotta yeah. watch a show and make a little event out of it i'm excited i mean i'm i'm in i remember loving the ghostbusters back in the day so um like i said as long as they use the the actresses and the characters and they make something unique and funny that like, I mean, cause I'm going to go see it, but what I want to see, like, cause all of these girls are hilarious. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't necessarily want to see them try to do old ghostbusters and kind of like, like, like squeeze them into like the old stuff. Yeah. But like, let's make something new with this stuff. 
Yeah, I, I, I have very, very, very little doubt that this is going to be a good movie. And I, I like the fact that it's really different. It's not just a like a simple reimagining where it's like a bunch of dudes and it's the now, Ghostbusters. Is it the same universe? Times. Just with different characters? I don't know. I, I'm, you know I what? am unclear. And I'm cool that I don't know. I'm cool with it. They might explain that in the trailer. I'll watch the one <laughs> after that. Uh, movie news. How about Transformers? Are you a Transformers fan? Transformers, the toys? Transformers, <laughs> okay. the cartoons? Well, you just answered my question. Yes. Now, didn't you? Uh, I remember having an Optimus, Optimus Prime, Transformers toy. Yeah. I loved it. No, my friend, this is movie news. So we're talking about Transformers, the film series, brought to you by our friends, Michael Bay. Yeah. Yeah. And them. And the rest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Did, have, you, have you seen the Transformers movies? Yeah. I didn't see the last one. I think this is a Transformer. Like I didn't see the uh, <laughs> the Mark Wahlberg version. I'm hey guys, I think I found a Transformer. Like I didn't <laughs> I didn't see that one. I'm actually a little bit confused. The news is Transformers Five is going to begin filming in May. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But were there there were four? I, look, I I really stopped caring about transformers movies i mean it's news so but if it's the same guy making the same thing and the same you know it's like i'm i've been out on these movies for a while now i didn't know there were four i'm like i'm having a oh wow okay all right transformers in 2007 transformers uh revenge of the fallen great name in 2009 (laughs) right uh transformers dark of the moon dark of the moon i saw I hadn't seen that. Well, those three, those three, I saw. Transformers: Age of Extinction was the one that had the Dinobots. Did not see that. Uh, and now Transformers Five. Uh, do we want to just go like using Revenge of the Fallen, Dark of the Moon, Age of Extinction? Uh, subtitle for Transformers Five is going to be Transformers. We're just going to keep making them. Yeah. <laughs> you think they're just going to get honest right. about it? Right. <laughs> Transformers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> dot, uh, dot, dot. I was thinking uh, Transformers 5, Gods of Egypt. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Crossover. Now, here's what I did here. here. Now, here's totally rumors. Okay. I heard that there's a possibility that the Transformers franchise and the G.I. Joe, trans- Joe franchise yeah. is going to do some sort of crossover. I like that. That. I like that. I'm in for that. I feel like when, when that we might get, bring me back. We get into that territory, and then we have we kind of like admit how goofy this is. You yeah. know, like this is this is crazy. This is weird. We we can I I can deal with that. I want to see that. Bring Shia LaBeouf back. Whoa, that was. I mean, you just went <laughs> bring a different Shia direction. back, and then I'm, no, I'm, I don't know. I don't okay. really care. I'm just cracking jokes at this point. But I feel like at this point now, you would you, it, it would make sense to put Shia LaBeouf in it. Because he's a pop culture anomaly. People pay attention to how just interesting it. he is. And he, do can give, it. he can give his TED Talk. Yeah, Just do it. If you haven't seen Shia LaBeouf's TED Talk, uh, <laughs> you're not motivated, first of all. First of all, that's your problem now because you ain't watched that, that TED Talk. That's what's got you in the situation you're in as it is. Just Google Shia LaBeouf TED Talk. It's one of the most beautiful... Uh, moving, moving. I mean, like, yeah, visceral, gut wrenching. Like, wow, what? Like, a, you heard us talk about the revenant. And we, and you thought that we thought that was intense. That was nothing. 
This that was nothing. This is really and what the it's revenant about. was what like two and a half hours in, in the Shia LaBeouf TED talk. All, long and stuff. All he needs, I think, is three minutes. He gives you everything you need. <laughs> if you're wondering if you can do something or not, or if you should or shouldn't do something, yeah, he has an answer for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, going on to something that also goes back in time to some of my favorite things, uh-huh. Power Rangers news. Oh yeah, what is this? I I saw this floating around, but I yeah. I, I I don't know what the news is. I, um, hell, I didn't even know there was a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie coming out. Yeah, so there's supposed to be another Power Rangers movie coming out, and what we have is Rita Repulsa. Yeah, who is the um, <laughs> kind of like the villain who would always be dubbed over, and her voice would never match her mouth or yeah, anything yeah. like that. And she makes all the bad guys out of little clay. <sighs> Like on, does that voice and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, Elizabeth Banks is supposed to be playing Rita Repulsa. I love Elizabeth Banks. You're into that, huh? I'm so into that. I mean, like, I I love Elizabeth Banks, and I feel like she could do the the thing where she turns into a really uh, crazy looking individual because she did the Hunger Games, right? Kind of transformed herself there, right? But she is funny as hell. And she is beautiful. Yeah, she has done some, some, she's done some funny stuff in some movies. She's able to flip-flop. Yeah, Wet Hot American Summer. Uh, the, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Netflix, Netflix series. Yeah, yeah, she was great in that. When she was pretending to be, what, like a high school kid, but she was a right. reporter. Right, yeah. right. She's yeah. like pretending to be young, but I don't know. That, that was so silly. Yeah, that was very silly. It was funny, though. But it's good. I, I like that. And I feel like that kind of attitude where it... it, it she she would be able to tackle something as bizarre as as Rita. Bizarre is interesting because I, I I'm interested to see what the vibe of this new Power Rangers movies this movie is supposed to be because Power Rangers is from back in the day is really kind of like cheesy corny you know like over the top. You know what I mean? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. So I'm interested to see when you have an actress who's as talented as her like. You know, what are you going to be doing with the vibe of the show this this time around? But they're rebooting everything. I mean, they're rebooting Ninja Turtles, you know, G.I. Joe they've already done, Transformers they've already done. From what I understand, from looking on comicbook.com, The Rock is working with some people to do, like, what's the movie, the game Rampage? Oh, where, yeah. Where yeah, they, yeah, like, yeah, climb yeah. up the building and smash the building. He's doing a movie out of that. Yeah. So well, I mean, they like, did uh, uh, what the hell is the movie that uh, I, I wish I didn't bring this up because I have to say the name, but Pixels, the Adam Sandler movie. Oh yeah, I mean that was like essentially a movie about space invaders. I was game? not going to go see that movie. No, 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 no. So I'm mean, like everything is fair game. I, I watched over the over the Christmas vacation uh, a little while back. I watched Battleship. Rihanna, Rihanna was in that. Yeah, I didn't know Rihanna. Was Rihanna's in that. Ah. That wasn't good. Yeah, no. That wasn't good. I was anti-Battleship. Good one. You see what I did there? I see it. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Is, Rihanna, is Rihanna geeky enough to even uh, pull into CBJ? Is Listen, like- you know, we, we know right now if we're in the time period of Marvel having all their comics, yeah. have hip-hop variants, Rihanna can be in the conversation. Yeah. If you can take Nas Illmatic... Mm-hmm. And then do a variant cover of Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man. Miles Morales. Yeah. If you can take Black Panther and then do a variant cover of the Black Album with Jay-Z, you can have a conversation about Rihanna. Yeah. It's like I said, like geek culture 
it mixes all this stuff in together. It's not this like hard line anymore. Well, good. Then maybe sometime we can have a conversation about music and streaming music and exclusive music uh-huh. because I like Rihanna and Rihanna's new album came out and it, it makes me very, very furious that it's only on title. Uh, and I downloaded it. Furious nine and 10. I'm furious. I'm furious eight, nine and 10, okay. which by the way, three dates that I put in my calendar today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some of those dates are five years out. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think they locked us down to all the way up to furious 10. I can't. I need Why to make. Not? I have to make sure that I don't die before <laughs> Furious Ten. Because like, I need to make sure that I see this through. You need to close it down. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited about that. I mean, I'm in. I'm like, I mean, the Furious movies are just the right amount of. Come on, guys. Yeah. You know, this is ridiculous. I think but, they're actually, in my opinion, they're a little too fast. Oh, they're a little too furious. You think so? Yeah, my opinion. I just accept it. I'm just like, I'm going for the ride. You yeah. know, this is what you guys are doing. But it's the problem is when you come to these movies expecting something different, yeah. then you're going to get let down. Look, I'm going to see Vin Diesel like jump, punch, drive, smash things. And I'm going to see The Rock blow stuff up and, you know, do all kinds of craziness. And then everybody's going to come out unscathed and it's yeah. going to be great. Uh, I, I love the movies. I just wanted to say Too Fast, Too Furious. That's Got all. It. Yeah, but I love those movies. Uh, Furious 7, you saw it, I presume? Yes. Did you cry? I did not, but I did get that feeling. Uh You're like, what's happening right now? What is this? What is this feeling that's going on? (laughs) Oh, I see what what y'all trying to do. Y'all trying to make me get these feelings. Okay. No, I got you. Okay, I got you. Okay, I'm going to let y'all have y'all moment. Y'all did good. Yeah. No, I was was fogging up my my 3D glasses, man. I'm like, ooh. Because I didn't expect it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't expect it to make me feel that way. Yeah. But, you know, it did because, you know, there's a certain level to where we've all grown up watching yeah. these movies. And um, spoilers, I'm not going to really get into it. But if you've seen Creed, you know what I'm talking about. There's a part in Creed where you're kind of like, no, you no, yeah, you, can't do, you can't do this to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it, and it, it was another situation where it's like, man, I don't recognize how much these characters mean to me until something happens where it's like wow this isn't this 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 isn't around anymore when i was when i was in i guess i was in high school uh yeah i was in high school and you know like when you have prom some some high schools do a post prom thing the idea is get all the kids from prom to come back to the school and they do like a, a lockdown they have all this fun stuff you do so mm-hmm. you don't go out and mm-hmm. you know make bad decisions and all my so because i was i was like real mr cool guy uh, of course. I, naturally, I went to post promise. Number one fan thing. I was, I was, I was a giant size fan thing. Even right. back then, uh, I went to post prom, hanging out with my buddies, and I remember in the uh, in the auditorium where we would have our assemblies and, and all of that. Um, they were showing a movie, like all throughout the night. They're just showing movies. Uh-huh. So for a little bit, I'm getting a little tired. It's you spend the whole night uh, in your high school. I went to the auditorium, not off a little bit. And it's packed with people, and they're showing a movie up on the screen. It's Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. The first one. The, yeah. the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Right? And there's a moment when I'm sitting there, and I'm realizing I'm in school, and I'm watching this movie in the auditorium, and it's right at the part in the beginning when, like, Vin Diesel is about to start the race, and this, the, uh, this woman walks up to him and says, like, if you win this race, you can touch my breast. <laughs> and right. then, like, he does. And I was like, what 
Do the teachers know? <laughs> like, did anybody is screen this, this? Is this allowed? Did anybody screen this? Oh my god! And uh, I think that maybe that's when I went through puberty. It might have been that at that moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, my my when he said ready set go going puberty yeah, started yeah, it at was that like, moment. It was like Nas in my body, right? Like uh, it was like a nitrous oxide. Yeah. Like somebody pushed the button and suddenly I was too fast and too furious and also growing, <laughs> right. growing hair. Right. Yeah. All I remember that distinctly. Yeah. I remember that distinctly. I'm pretty sure then after that I went and played like Magic the Gathering with somebody. All right. So I was not yeah. Yeah. I was not you were at the top of your class. Uh, I was doing prom. Go- I was doing prom right. Right. I was doing it so right. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a tangent. That's a tangent. Yo, let me tell you. Uh, go, continue with a tangent, right? <laughs> Going into our next news topic, um, my wife has this ongoing joke where she goes, "Can you get your dolls up, please?" Like talking about Ooh, my action figures, what? What and I'm this? like, "Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up! Don't." Don't you ever in your life disrespect me or my action figures, okay? Uh-huh. She's like, get your dolls, please. And I'm like, they're not dolls. Well, what? Okay, what is it? Where do you draw the distinction? Well, funny like, enough. I mean, like, I'm, I'm reading you. I'm, re- I'm reading your body language, and I, I, I understand. But where do you draw the distinction? Draw the distinction between, between action figures and dolls. I don't know. Like, I'm curious. I, I really don't know. Like, honestly, now that you're asking me, it's like, man... A doll to me is like a Barbie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A, a doll to me is like, um, I don't know. I don't know what the actual definition of a doll is. Can I tell you where I draw the, tell me. the distinction? Because I don't know that I have one. Uh, you do not dress in action figure or undress and redress uh. in action figure. But for me, a doll, that is what you do. You like You have outfits, right? Yes. Which means there were times in my life when I had to di- I had to distinguish is this Spawn action figure a doll because I can clip his cape on no but it's I mean like I'm dressing him up nah and it's aesthetic nah action just, figure I was just thinking about it out loud action and figure. also in, I think maybe dolls uh, are not articulated okay right they have fewer points of articulation. And also, uh, like, just a whole bunch of messed up, like, gender norms. Mm-hmm. Well, That's mostly it. Well, I was, I was bringing this up because I started thinking about it because Barbie, which I guess is roped into geek culture, Barbie yeah. has some new updates. So they decided that Barbie is now, um, instead of just coming in the exact same way that it's come all always, the same, like, body style and shape mm-hmm. and color and all that kind of stuff. Now they have three different, like, body shapes. They have curvy, tall, and petite. Oh. Yeah, and I like this. I think it's about time. Now they've got different different um, skin tones and all kinds of stuff. And they have Batman v Superman Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it all the way home. Just, like, this is a, these are dolls. They, they, okay. Mattel hit a home run. And they thought it's not enough for us to finally introduce like some real palpable diversity in the Barbie. We're going to give Barbie new shapes and new shades, right? And then they said, why stop there? Let's keep going. Why stop there? What if we, we made a Batman? <laughs> right. Can you explain this? Is it like a Ken doll? It's, it, if you, I saw it online, it looks like a Ken doll with a Batman costume on. 
and it looks like a Ken doll with a Superman costume on and like a Henry Cavill head. You know? And I think there's a Lois Lane as well. Well, that makes sense to me. I understand. Oh, wow. Okay. See it? See what I'm, I'm looking at this right yeah. now, and it's um, this, this Ken or is doll. There, is it, no, it's a Wonder Woman. Or is it a Wonder Woman? Is I think a it was Wonder a Wonder Woman. Woman. I mean, I think that would make sense. Okay. I can get down with this. Uh, let's see. I'm going to try to find a Wonder Woman doll. I don't know. Yeah, I think I saw one. Yeah, yeah. There. Okay, so Barbie, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, Batman is 110 USD. No, I'm good on that. This is according to uh, IGN. I'm checking IGN right now. My, my sister collected Barbie dolls when she was uh, very young. Right. If she had a Batman doll, I'd lose my. I would lose it. That would be she, cool. Or she would lose it because you would take it. Uh, she would lose it literally because I would take it. Right. I would. I would lose it figuratively. Yeah. Because I would be so excited. Yeah. And also, I, I would. I would get a Wonder Woman doll for sure. I think. I mean, action figures are dope. Um, I never was like into. Like, you know how, like, when you have, like, girl cousins or stuff like that, who have uh-huh. Barbie dolls and stuff like that. I had a sister, man. I just, I, well, I, I didn't have any siblings. I just never got into Barbie dolls and houses and Ken and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I was always into, like, Ninja Turtles. I was into Ghostbusters. I was into Transformers. Yeah. That's just what I was into. Yeah. I was into those. But th- th- that's the thing. When if, if you had a sister, I had a sister, so I had all of her toys in the house all the time. Right. And like without her say, those those were at my disposal, right? Like she she wouldn't have been down with this, but they were at my disposal. And here's what happens when you have a sister and you got a girl's toys uh-huh. in the place that you share. Uh you get your Ninja Turtles, you get your Spawn, you get your your Optimus Prime. Yeah. And they shack up in the Barbie house. Right? Oh. And the Barbie house becomes they become like freeloaders. They, no. No, no, no. <laughs> they, it becomes like a fortress, right? Uh-huh. And then you get all the bad guys, right? You get your slobster from uh, 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 Street Sharks. You get oh, all your, Street like, Sharks. Yeah, you get your like Rocksteady and Bebop. Absolutely. You get the Violator from Spawn. Yeah. You, all the bad guys, they attack the, the, the HQ, right? Uh-huh. Which happens to be Casa de Barbie. Of course. But it's just, you know, it's being occupied Got by it. Leonardo and. And Splinter and all them. Got it. So that's what would happen, right? You'd like appro- you would appropriate the, those cool play sets. Yeah. So I didn't have a lot of play sets. I didn't have any play sets. So I, wa- I wanted um, not was it He Man like the Castle Grayskull. Grayskull. Yeah. I wanted that, but I never got it. I wanted like the Ghostbusters headquarters. Yeah. Building never got that either. The firehouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah the firehouse. I wanted all that stuff. Yeah. And I, I didn't have a lot of that stuff. And my sister had Barbie stuff, so I was like, okay, we'll just do this. Uh-huh. Kick Polly Pocket out and be like, get out of here, P- Polly. You got to go. You got to make some room uh, for, the Leonardo, big, for the big boys. Michelangelo, yeah. Donatello, <laughs> exactly. and Raphael. Exactly, exactly. And I had these uh, Street Fighter G.I. Joe figures. Huh? They were made like G.I. Joe. But they were Street Fighters, so oh, okay. I had like a little M. Bison and a little Dal Seam, and uh, they would chill in there. That was the thing. You know what I, you know, I've never really thought about, but I love the fact that all action figures, like through different fan- franchises, are made by different companies. So they yeah. all have these like really different shapes and all. Yeah. But in my like kid mind, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's completely understandable that this uh, like six inch Dalsim is hanging out with 
my like foot tall Todd McFarlane spawn action right. figure. Right. And like the it's doesn't even come up in conversation. Spot like at no point does spawn say like hey Why are you so small, yeah. Hey Doll seem like is this like a degenerative thing or like what's what's up with your body? And he's not like, I'm personally offended that you would even ask me that. No, he says, Yoga fire and that's it. Right. End of day. Like I am Groot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yoga fire. Exactly. He just stretches his arm out, says yoga fire and it, it's that's it. Yeah. I never really think about that, but I feel like there's something there. Maybe. Yeah. Let's get into this that we've been putting off for a couple of episodes now. Okay. Who would win in a fight? Yeah. Who so, are our contestants? Remind the people. Our contestants for this conversation, which we have no clue how this is going to go. No. But we're just going to go for Never it. before seen. Too hot for TV. Right. We've got Deadpool, which uh-huh. is coming up in a brand new movie. Merc with a mouth. Merc with a mouth. And we've also got Wolverine, who word on the street is, um, is going to be starting production on Hugh Jackman, uh, with Hugh Jackman doing the last Wolverine movie that he's committed to doing. He's saying this is the last one. That's right. So we decided these guys would be a good matchup. We decided we have a conversation about who would win in a fight. That's right. How are we going to do this? Who's going to go? Okay. So here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking we got to do. On the count of three, you and I are going to reveal who we think, right? So there's no silly stuff. Right? So that way it's not like a just just a baked point counterpoint. So on the count of three, we just say the name of the guy that we think takes the fight. Right. Right? And then you get an opportunity to make a case. Mm-hmm. I get an opportunity to make my case. Right. And we'll, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Okay. What do you think? All right. Does that work? Let's go. And listen, we have no idea if it works or not, but we're going to try it anyway. (laughs) Let's go for it. Okay. Ready? All right. All right. After three. Okay. One, two, three. Wolverine. Deadpool. Come on. It's Deadpool. No. Yeah, it's Deadpool. No. Make your case. No. Try me. Okay. So here's my thoughts, right? Wolverine has the healing factor, right? That's number one. I'm holding my tongue. Okay, Wolverine's got a healing factor. Uh-huh. So does Deadpool. Uh-huh. Got that. Um, Wolverine has like the kind of sense to be able to smell things and all that kind of stuff. Um, Wolverine has the adamantium claws. Um, Wolverine's been a lo- a lo- around for a very, 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 very long time. That is true. So he has lots of different experience with martial arts. He has lots of different experience with different kinds of people. He has lots of experience with struggle, difficulty, things not going his way, him failing, him learning. I think the big thing that Wolverine has on his side is wisdom. All right. Wolverine's got wisdom. Wolverine's been around long enough and he's killed enough people and he's bumped his head up against the wall enough times to be able to come to a conclusion and go, I can get rid of this guy. I can defeat this guy. I can take this guy out. Now, on top of that, this dude Wolverine has like the berserker rage situation. His rage is a lot. I think that can be a good thing and a bad thing, but when it's focused, I think that's something that's extremely difficult to deal with because if you got this little short muscular guy coming after you and he won't be stopped by bullets, knives, guns Mm -hmm. with all that wisdom, with all that experience, like, 
I don't think that that's something that you're going to be able to shoot away, slice away, or joke crack away. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, sure, sure. I hear you. Now, here's my last thought. This is something that you may or may not have considered. Oh, please. Maybe. I've, I've done the research. Okay. I, I hit the books. Okay, I haven't. This is freestyle over years of... Uh... I came over here this morning. I was sleeping in the library. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So try me. So, Wolverine... His bones are made of adamantium. Yeah. All right. Since his bones are made of adamantium, Wolverine is extremely heavy. He's extremely heavy. He's extremely dense. So Wolverine's the kind of guy, I think, that if you go to hit him, strike him, move him, you probably couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And if he hits you, punches you, like strikes you in any kind of way, he's going to do crazy amounts of damage. Mm -hmm. So I think the thing that you can go to think about is like, oh, the healing factor would kind of like, you know, cancel cancel itself out. But I think like the violence from Wolverine and like the intensity and the wisdom, I think wisdom is would would, with with those skills would win. Okay. That's all I got for now. Well, I think that's an interesting angle, right? Because you were attacking this not only from the, like, okay, Wolverine's made out of an adamantium and he's unstoppable force, but also he's, he has lived for such a long time yeah, that he has an understanding of basically every foe he's ever gone up against. So, like, how are you going to stop That's him? my big, I mean, I think it's a very Octavius way to look at it, but at the end of the day, the real thing that's going to let him win is the wisdom and experience. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I doubt very seriously Wade Wilson's going to pull out a weapon that's going to make him go, oh, what? Yeah. Or sure. he's going to say something that's going to make him go, I can't believe, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's sure. not much that he's going to hit him with that's fresh or new. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to play on that angle. I'm going to play on the angle of time, right? Wolverine's been around for a very long time. Deadpool's not been around for a very long time since the well, frankly, since the '90s, like Rob Liefeld made Deadpool, so he he hasn't been. He's young as far as the character history goes, okay, and and his biography goes. But here's the deal: uh, can we agree that Wolverine and Deadpool are both AAA like comics characters? They are well known. Yep. They are easily identifiable. Yep. They are like in their own way flagships for Marvel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. We can agree on that. Wolverine has died multiple times. Okay. Deadpool has never died except for when Battleworld happened. Okay. The Secret Wars. It's the only time. And in that situation, every single hero died also. In fact, Wade Wilson actually goes on and says, uh, this is okay. I can die now because everybody else is. So I'm like, I guess I'm going to yeah. as well. Right. And then he comes back, you know, as characters do as a ghost uh-huh. and actually effectively hosts his own comic book, which was Mrs. Deadpool and the Howling Commandos. And he's just chilling as a ghost and right. interacts and intervenes and does a bunch of things. So like by the, by the law of averages and the way the characters just drop off and then come back, back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Nobody has ever figured out a way to actually kill Deadpool until everybody went down. Okay. This never been done. Okay. Until the universe itself, the, the 616, as we know it, the entire universe stopped. Okay. And Deadpool stopped as well. So if we're going to play on time, I'm going to say Deadpool and Wolverine 
both uh, created from Weapon X. Both have a regenerative healing ability, right? Uh, both have gone toe-to-toe with a lot of different people, have mm-hmm. been shredded to pieces yep. and reformed, right? But only one of these characters has actually been killed and killed multiple times, okay? right? And that's Wolverine. Okay. Which means in a, a time-tested battle, these two could go and fight for a thousand years and nobody's figured out how to kill Deadpool and I doubt it's going to be Wolverine. Well, I w- are you, wait, are you still going? Deadpool wins. Well, here's what I think. I think your argument, while I understand... I'm looking for a, an air horn sample. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's looking for it. Um, I, think, I think that your point being made as far as like what's happened in the writer's room uh-huh. is interesting however comma i think it's different than how i'm looking at it yeah but here's the problem here's what you got to consider when you're bringing deadpool into a battle okay deadpool's steez his his whole character is breaking the fourth wall Mm -hmm. right so now you've entered into a situation in which the writer's room is very present as a variable Mm. Very present as a variable. That's interesting. Because frequently Deadpool is just, well, well, I'm aware of the audience. I'm aware of the medium. I'm aware of the panels. I'm aware of like everything, 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 oh. right? Right? So like we're into a situation where this is like deus ex machina, right? This is a, a scenario that not every character has. Wolverine mm-hmm. can't just say like, hey, bub, uh, can you just write me out of this issue because I don't want to die? Right. Deadpool would be like, all right, peace. I'm just going to leave this issue because I don't want to die. Right. And do it. That's interesting. That's an interesting point. Like, Deadpool actually has another power that everybody else doesn't have. Yeah. That's interesting. Right? That's right? interesting. And I think that's the situation that you encounter. Now, if we're going to say that that's not factored, because I feel like that well, in, in a way, in a way. Okay. In a way, that feels like a cheat, right? Yeah. So, if we're just going to, like, judge them on their... their in universe abilities like and not regarding breaking the fourth wall as an ability, we just regard it as something else. Uh-huh. I still think Deadpool apparently can't be killed. Well, see, here's the thing. So I guess what we got to do is we got to set up the boundaries of what exactly is going on because I think the point that you're making, we need we need parameters for the fight. I think the point that you're making is interesting because you're actually my because my argument is wisdom. Uh-huh. My argument is. He knows things. Logan knows things that Wade Wilson doesn't know. Mm-hmm. But your counter argument is actually, if there's anybody who knows something that the other doesn't know, it's Wade Wilson. Because mm-hmm. what we always see is Wade says something to the audience or to the writer, and the, and the other character goes, "Huh? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Yeah. What are you talking about?" And People goes, react to it. Never mind. Yeah. So it's he, like he, he knows it. something that no one else knows. Yeah. So if it comes down to wisdom, it does seem like Wade Wilson actually would have you know, more access to a level of knowledge than Logan does. But I think, you know, that that means that pitting Deadpool against anyone is kind of like saying, who wins in a fight, Stan Lee or Wolverine? Right. And you're like, well, okay, Stan Lee just doesn't write the issue. Yeah. So it's or, or, or he goes, you're dead. And then- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So it, like, breaks his paradigm. Like, imagine, like, Deadpool's like, hey, hey, um, whoever's writing this issue... Um, this guy dies or you die. 
Yeah. It's like, I win, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's interesting now that we're having this conversation this way, it, that's, that's part of his power. Yeah. Like you, you can't like cause to take that away would be to take away a level of who Deadpool is. And the, and then we would be left with what Deadpool was originally created as, right? Which was like just, uh, uh, a weapon X superhuman, like cool mutant right. kind of cat. Right? right. Right. Which is not what we think of him as, which That's, is not what Deadpool is. No. Deadpool is not just, I got guns, I got knives, and I crack jokes, and I have a healing factor. No, he was just a, a guy who's wearing a cat suit and too many pouches because he was drawn by Rob Liefeld. Yeah. And Rob Liefeld draws pouches. So, like, <laughs> we don't think of Deadpool and say, like, oh, yeah, pouches, right? Like, we think of Deadpool and think of, like, Chimichangas. Yes. And him, like, uh, uh, quite literally jumping out of a panel and hopping into another one. Yeah. You know? Calling the the person who bought the comic book uh, in, in asshole because like like what you didn't think I could do this you know like he's just he, he causes right. a lot of shenanigans and that's I think that's why a lot of people like him now for me I'm saying he would win in a fight even though I don't like him because I don't like that he can do that I know you don't like him I don't like that he can do those things yeah. those things don't like they take me out of this is escapism for me I don't like that keep stay in the page <laughs> hey get back in the page hey, hey, man man. Yeah, get back in this panel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's the man, man of the Marvel universe. And I'm he, saying, is, he is the hey, man, man of the Marvel hey, universe. Hey, Deadpool, put your shoes back on. Get back in that panel. Get back in this panel. Yeah, I'm sick of this. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I think that you're right. I think if it was a fight between Wolverine and Deadpool, I think you're right. I think Deadpool would win. All right, hold on. I'm trying to find that air horn. Bwah, bwah, bwah. <laughs> that's it. There it is. There it is. All right, all right. Now we need to think about. Uh, uh, okay, first of all, I honor you as my combatant. That was a good fight. Congratulations. Yeah, that was you good. Made, you made excellent points. That was good. No, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it doesn't necessarily matter about. Like, I don't look at it as like. Of course, it matters. This is my cred. Okay, <laughs> right. You take my win away. No, just no, like no. That? You, you, say got, you, you got it. It's... My bad. My bad. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, my you know, God. <laughs> come against to, you. Just trying to erase my mark. No, no, you got it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real, I think the fun of this is really actually having a conversation and being a geek and going, man, if this guy versus that guy, what would happen? Because that's the conversation we've been having since we were all little kids. Oh, forever. Forever. Yeah. That's, the, that's the reason why I think G.I. Joe uh, Transformers, that's awesome. Yes. I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, G.I. Joe is unstoppable, but who could stop him? Which Transformer? Who, you, know, you take these people from different worlds, right? 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 I yeah. think about that all the time. All the time. Yeah. All right, we, we got to stew on the next. Yeah, I don't want to just the pull, next out, two. pull something out of the. Uh, no. I don't know where. We'll think about it and we'll kind of announce it next episode. Yeah, we'll bring it up next episode and then we'll. Uh, you and I will go to our corners. We'll think about that and we'll bring it in for the next one. After got it. That. Awesome. So let's talk about the um, pull list and then get into the book of the week. Yeah, that's right. Uh, do you want to kick off? I feel like I usually do the pull list first. So I, I think you ought to. Yeah. You do. First of all, happy brown bag day to everybody. Happy brown bag day. It's my favorite day of the week. Hope everybody had a good time at the comic book shop. Um, so as I grab my comics here, I will talk about what I've got. So first off, I have Batgirl, number yeah. 48. Haven't read this yet, but I think the artwork on this, Babs Tarks kills it. She's so good. Yeah. it's. I think like Batgirl is a fun comic book. Yeah. You know, it's drawn really, really 
in a very, very entertaining, cartoony, almost anime-ish. It reminds me a little bit of like an anime or an Archie kind yeah, of thing, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But and it's I, so good, though. And Batgirl of Burnside, I just think that the way they've kind of made her kind of hipster, updated, kind of like she lives in like a Williamsburgish kind of Brooklyn kind of environment. Yeah. I think that's dope. So um, on the cover, we got Batgirl and Black Canary back together again. Yeah. yeah. So if you've been reading this, you know that, um, spoilers, Batgirl and Black Canary saying they're back together again. That, you know, is a part of, kind of part of the story. Yeah. So um, that's did, good. They, did they have a falling out? Yeah, they had a little situation. They had okay. a little beef. Yeah. But, you know. They were able to work it out, apparently. So that's what I got for that. I love the artwork in that book. That's, that's the kind of book where I, I see the cover, and I think, I don't even care what's happening in the book. Yes. I just want to pick this up. Remember I told you when I was a kid, comics were all about the artwork. Uh-huh. All. Uh-huh. Um, now is not like that anymore. But it is still, I mean, there's still some comics that the artwork doesn't wow me, but the yeah. story is really good. It's good to see really good artwork, though, as well. And you say uh, you value now-a-days you value the story so much more than the artwork. Absolutely. Yeah. It's good, like Batman, which is Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, that's bringing two great things together. Uh Uh-huh. You know? But I'll be honest with you, as much as I love Batman, I would not be able to read a well-drawn, mediocrely written Batman story. Without a doubt. I couldn't do it. Without a doubt. You know? Moving on to your favorite, The Walking Dead. Yeah, that's it. 151. 151 oh my god how far how far behind are you i want to say that i've read up to 115 maybe 120 wow something around there right when they got to a new settlement and here's the thing here's what happened they got to a place and they settled down until things went crazy does that sound familiar because that's what happens every time (laughs) hey what's life that's life. <laughs> Everything's good until it's bad. Talk me, talk me through Walking Dead. You, 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 has anything big happened recently? Um, Without getting into it, I'm walk, just saying, like, you the, know, the, what's your relationship with the book? The, my relationship with the book is, um, I, it's something that's a slow burn, honestly. Yeah. You know, The Walking Dead is one of those things where it's kind of like it ramps up and then it cools off and then it ramps up. Yeah. And then it cools off. Sure. Like right now, it's in the ramping up. Like you can feel it coming up to a peak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or you're hoping it's coming up to a peak. So without giving anything away, like, I mean, I think the story is still an interesting one, but I think a right around issue 100 was kind of like the, whoa, like this is really like, this is the peak of peaks. But it does seem like... You said that issue 100. Issue 100. Okay, 51 issues ago. Issue 100 51 is, issues is ago. the peak of peaks. Yeah. I will say that there is an honest level to where it's like, I don't know how we would ever get back there again. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's sure. like you, you, you'd have to really do something drastic. I want you, without spoiling anything, just give me a head nod. Or like a wink. Just give me like a little something. Okay. Is Rick dead? Okay. So, I mean... I'm sorry to hide that from everyone well, on the other you side. You know why we're hiding it because right? we're trying to be respectful. But I'm just saying like I'm, I'm, I'm looking for it. I want to I know. I want to know. Because there's a, I think there's something that's going to bring me back. 
Well, hear, hear what I'm saying. Like I said, something drastic. Yeah. Something out of this world is going to have to happen to recreate an issue 100. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because right now, we've had some interesting things happen. We've even had some some moments where you're like, what? Is that what's going on? And then you kind of find out, oh, it's actually, it's actually not that. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, it's kind of been building and building. It's had ups and downs. But, you know... Hoping that issue, that, you know, we have another issue 100 moment or something around an arc like like, like that arc. So yeah, okay. Walking Dead. Uh, what else you got? You know, I think it's just that I've been reading it so long that I'm just it's it's, it's, it's a com- constant. Yeah, it's a constant. It's like a comic strip. Yeah, almost like you know, every Sunday you get the papers and you know what I mean. You're you not grow like, with it; it grows with you. It's I'm going to stop reading Peanuts unless they kill off Charlie Brown. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not having that kind of moment. It's like this is just a part of what oh I do. Oh my god! Issue 100 with a kill off Snoopy. That was nuts. Oh gosh! I'm a, I'm a unbelievable. They put Couldn't believe they it. put Negan in there. That was bad. Gosh! Paper Girls number five. Uh huh. Beautiful artwork, beautiful cover. One this of my favorite blue, artists. This blue cover. This is really dope. Yeah. I'm excited to see where this story is going. I love the fact that in this book, they talk like regular human beings. Yeah. They don't sound like comic book characters. They sound like people you know. They say things that are not politically correct. They say things that are inappropriate, but they sound like they sound like unique characters. They don't all sound the same. Yeah. You can hear the voice of the different characters, so that's dope. Love it. Uh, Captain America, Sam Wilson, number six. Um, I bought this because I'm trying to catch up. Um, but also, also, a good friend of mine, Christina Faith, mm-hmm. who I'm working with on Bear Fruit. Yeah. Um, we filmed some stuff at Amalgam Comics over the past weekend. I saw that. I saw the, the, the photo you put up on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she was, in the, she was in the shop, and she was like, all right, give me a comic. And I was like, <gasps> Yes. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, but like, did you feel pressure? I mean, like, she said, "Give me a comic." She was like, "All right," because because uh, because she knows I'm in the comics. So she was like, "All right, give me something. All right, what 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 are we doing? Like, yeah. take take me, bring me somewhere." Like, what'd you I, do? And I was like, "Well, what do you want?" She's like, "I'm gonna tell you straight up." She's like, "I want somebody black, and I want a woman." Yeah. And I was like, "Uh." You know what I mean? I, like, but that just goes to show you how diversity in comics is important. Yes. Because she don't know c- nothing about comics, but she's like, "I'm a black woman. I want a black woman." Yeah, give me somebody who looks like give, me. Give me a black woman. Yeah. And it's like, I was like, "Uh, Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur." So I got a Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur. Okay. Um, Captain Marvel. Um, I also got her Captain America, Sam Wilson, because of Misty Knight. Well, no, just because of Captain America. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, Misty Knight as well. Yeah. And then Bitch Planet number one. Yeah. Bitch Planet, she was like, Bitch Planet, what? I don't, I'm like, Christina, read it. Try it on. And she was like, I, and she flicked it open and she saw some of the pictures. She was like, yo, Octavius, come on. I'm like, Christina, read it. Yeah. And after she read it, she texted me. She was like, I get it. Yeah. She's like, I get comics i oh, understand man. she's like i wish i bought more and i was like yes oh man welcome yeah happy brown bag day yeah and she's texting me she's <laughs> like i'm not in town but do they sell out will i be able to get them you know if i come in on friday so she's she's excited so she was really asking me she's like well how do i know what's coming out next and yeah. how do i know what to get and you know so it was it was really cool so that you know she's reading captain america as well that is very dope very cool really awesome it, it feels it, it's always 
really good feeling to like give that to someone. Yes. Like this is what I love. I bet you will like it too. Just sit down with it. Yeah. And it also like I I've always talked about diversity, but I felt that moment yeah for her to go, black woman go. And I was like, man, what if I don't have an answer for her? Yeah. Is this going to turn her off from comics? Yeah, good point. Is this going to make her go, I'm good. If you don't even have someone that looks like me, I don't want to read about white dudes all the time. Yeah. You know, even though my favorite character is a white dude. But for her, she's like, I'm good. Right. You know, so I'm glad I was able to give her some people who were able to bring her into the the fold. That's nice. That's really nice. Deadpool, Mercs for Money, number one. Uh huh. You know I'm a Deadpool guy. Yeah. This is a thick comic. This is kind of hefty. Yeah. May I? Yeah. Let me see this. This is a hefty comic. Uh, do you have a premise behind this? What's the idea? I here? have the slightest idea. Deadpool's on the cover. Don't matter then. Yeah. Deadpool yeah. and it just sound sounded funny, so I went for it. Yeah. Okay. It's a number one. Um, like I talked to you before, I'm, I'm trying to like cut down my pull list, so I'm giving some things a. You know, a try until I go, I'm not into this anymore. So since yeah. that's number one, I said, I give it a shot. So it looks like you got a Amazing Spider-Man in here as yeah. well. Yeah. So it comes with a, another issue. Um, I got Doctor Strange, number five. Yeah. And I got Spider-Man, number one, Miles Morales, which we'll talk about um, as our book of the week. Yes, yes, y'all. Uh, yeah, so I may as well, you know, I'm just going to save that one. Um, I do have... Uh, a book that you picked up. I, I also picked up Paper Girls, number five. Um, I, I wish we could talk about the plot of this, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Yeah. But it's it's been it has been very interesting to me. Like you said, the dialogue is really legit. I like it a lot. It, it, Brian K. Vaughn just does no wrong in my book. And the artist Cliff Shang, I I think he's one of the best, the one of the best artists uh, in in comics. I love this book so much, so uh, I recommend picking it up, and I'm excited to read it. This is usually, like, first off my stack, you know, yeah. in reading order. Um, I also picked up uh, The Vision, number four. Is that still... Is that still? Well, you didn't read it yet. I haven't picked up number four, but I love it. Um, I mean, the, the, the first panel in the, in the book is Vision wearing a, a plaid button-down, holding a football, saying, what is this? <laughs> like everything about this book is excellent. The writing in this book is excellent. It's unlike anything else that I've read in a long time. I'm really enjoying it. It's one of my favorite new Marvel books. And uh and then Spider Man. And you got the Miles uh you got the uh Illmatic. Illmatic. Yeah, I got the variant. Nas Illmatic variant, uh which I got because I just I really think this works. Like doing the half. Oh, it's cer- it certainly works. Yeah. And uh I, I was really excited to see Why didn't I buy this? That? Now, I don't know. See, you know what? I now cracked thinking about I, now it. Now I'm like why didn't I get that one? Yeah. But uh ending on this, I think it's it's time that you and I talk about it. This is our yeah. book of the week yep. is uh is Spider Man. And uh, you and I actually just read it. Both of us picked it up. So yep. we both just read it. First impressions. What do you think? Um, first impressions. Uh, the artwork from the um, Illmatic Nas thing drew me in months ago. Yeah. You know, because I saw that. and There's I was basically like, no way you were not going to pick it up. Yeah, I mean, that drew me, and I was like, what is this? Because I, I remember seeing it online and going, yo, this is crazy. Like, I got to get that. Um, and I shot a tweet out um, this past week, and I was like, oh, man, I can't wait for Wednesday. And um, I added 
you know, the writer and the illustrator in it. And um, they retweeted it. Well, that was kind of fun. So when I opened up the book, yeah, I really thought that the artwork was really, 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 really good. This is another book that's like, this is not just story. The artwork is, is really dope. The expressions on Miles' face, Genki's face, yeah. the, you know, the teacher's face. Like, everyone looks like, you know, real people. And I also loved how they... Um, like they represent his memories. Yeah. You know, his memories kind of look li- like that little chibi style. Yeah. Yeah. Of, it does. It's kind of cutesy. Yeah. 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 Here he is. He's like, uh, he, he just captured the armadillo and all these girls fawning over him. Yeah. These little hearts flapping in the wind. The, the artist, it's, it's Sarah Pacelli, uh-huh. uh, which Sarah Pacelli is like crazy, crazy talented. Uh, she's absolutely excellent. And she did, um, spider men, the miniseries a few years ago where um, I think it was Peter Parker accidentally found himself in the ultimate universe uh-huh. and he teams up with miles and that was like near the beginning of miles being around. So it was cool to see the two of them in one place. Not enough Sarah Pacelli in my world, but I, I like her artwork is so detailed. It's so good. I feel like it takes her a longer time to do the work. And you know what I thought was also really good that really did, did well for me. What's that? Like Genki and miles did not look like white people with different skin color. Yeah. Hey, good point. You, you know, know what? That's, that's, I didn't even think about that. They look like people of, you know, different ethnicities. Like everyone looked like they were, you know, different ethnicities. It wasn't like, cause you know, sometimes back in the day you'll see storm and storms like this is a white woman with brown skin. Yeah. You know? So like, I thought that that was really, really dope. One of the things that I really love about this book is that, Miles is he looks a little bit older now. Yeah, he does look older. And when we were first introduced to him in the Ultimate Universe, you know, he was he was very young and he looked very young. And he looks a bit a little bit older, but he also has this kind of look like and I don't even know if this is intentional or not, but he kind of has that like awkward teen look. Tell me more about that. What's like I'm mean? saying like Miles is he's he he seems like he's kind of tall. Uh-huh. He's kind of stringy, right? Clearly he's got muscle, but he's he's just kind of like tall and a little gangly. Yeah. And he's got these big ears. Huh. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got big ears. And it's it's really important to me that he has characteristics that make him look different. Not just like he do, uh, he looks like uh an actual like black person. Right. Not, not like he's just a white dude who is colored differently. Yeah. Uh but that he has a physical attribute that sets him apart from other people yeah and, and they I, even got his hair right i know i'm good it's yeah. funny like i know i'm kind of going on about this stuff but this stuff actually matters to me it does you know like someone he doesn't have his hair looking like captain america sam wilson's hair or old school luke, luke cage hair with the tiara like he looks like a dude with a low caesar cut you know yeah. what I'm saying? And he looks like he's he's got a shape up. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't again, he doesn't look like a white guy with the same kind of hair as a white dude. You know, I think it's it's on point. I'm really I'm really happy about this issue. It's funny, I, I was uh picking up Ultimate Spider Man for a long time and I fell off of it for a little bit when uh, some things were picking up partly because I just didn't sink into the ultimate universe that much. So when they would do a crossover, I would, I would stop, uh-huh. you know, I would like, I was not picking up a uh, hood and cloak. I was not picking up the other ultimate books. So I wasn't picking up ultimate Spidey either, but now I'm hooked and it's still this, it's the same team that was doing ultimate Spider Spider-Man, but there's something about it. It's like now that he's in the main universe. Yeah. 
like I, I can vibe on that. But what I'm interested in and really curious about is uh, what the hell is happening? Well, did the whole city just get destroyed? Well, because a demon shows up, seems like everything is is wrought to havoc. And I mean, you got Scarlet Witch, you got the Vision, you got uh, Cap Captain America, you got Thor, you got Iron Man, and they're all like, there's Hawkeye in the background, She Hulk. Everybody's just like wiped out. Yeah. What? I have no idea. Tune in next time to find out. Like you know, yeah, it's definitely yeah. one of those kind of things. But um, this is an it, this is an issue one, so they're not going to give us everything. Yeah. But they did give us some things to kind of give us an idea of introducing us to who Miles Morales is. So we see that Miles Morales is in school. Um, we see some of the similar things that we grew up knowing about P- Spider Man. He's torn between regular life and superhero life. He's getting chewed out by a girl who's disappointed by Julie. Him, by Julie. First yeah. of all, hottest just, girl in the school. Let me point out something awesome about the illustration of what yeah. they did with Julie. Yeah. Julie is a sister, and I'm going to tell you why. They did a good job of communicating. Um, Miles goes, I was really looking forward to stop. And you see, they do the, like you could see her head whip around, like the neck movement. (laughs) I was like, oh gosh, Julie is not having it. And I'm like, yeah, like that, see that that little stuff. Yeah. That little stuff makes me go, I'm there. I get it. I see this. And, you know, like you understand, like, man, this guy saying, you know, why aren't you doing this? And why aren't you doing that? Like, being torn between doing the right thing and doing what you want to do versus what you have to do and feeling like you're needed in multiple different directions. Like that's a legitimate, that's a lot of weight to put on uh, a school age kid. And this is a Spider-Man. I think has always been a a book that stresses me out in a way that I understand. Like Peter Parker is always getting into something in his personal life. That's a mess. And it makes me feel like stressed out. Like, Oh my God, I don't know how he's going to get out of this. Right. Right. He's, He's burning bridges. And I'm, I'm having that, similar feeling just in the first issue of of this new spider-man in which miles is miles is in a bad spot his mom calls him up and says are you like what the hell are you doing you're clearly not in school because i just got your report card and you're not doing well and are you on drugs and miles is like am i on drugs what and then he hears the siren and he's got to get out of class he's already feeling like he's in trouble yeah and he's got to excuse himself from class he couldn't come up with the answers to the teacher's question about uh to kill a mockingbird yeah uh so it's like all of this stuff crushing this kid right and then he's got to escape and go save the day so in in a really big way that resonates that feels like spider-man that i know that I, i i feel that but he feels like a very different very important Spider-Man. I'm 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 hooked. He I does mean there's feel different. He there's does. no way that I wasn't going to be hooked, but he he carries the hero elements with him enough that makes me recognize why I love Spidey. But it's it's just new and it's good. Yeah. I thought it was interesting how well in you know in the write up as you're like reading, you know, opening up and it says, yeah. "Hey, you know, this is Spider-Man da da da." He says, "Nobody knows the secret identity except Genki and his father." So, the mother's like, "Look, talk to your son." Da 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 da. And he goes, "You good? Good. You going to fix it? You going to fix it?" Yes. Yeah. And then the mom's like, "What? Is that it?" And she he's like, he says he's going to fix It'll it. He'll be all right. You know, like yelling at this guy it's not going to make his grades go up and i like that relationship like yeah. you, dad understands something dad knows yeah. something he, right he understands he's he's working with him yeah you know what i mean he's working with him where he's at yeah 
Um, Spider-Man number one is is a must. As far as all new, all different Marvel universe goes, it's a must. And if Spider-Man's being brought into like now modern comics, yeah, this is what he should be. And I'm I couldn't be happier as far as that goes. And I'm hooked. I want to know what the hell is going on with New York and why apparently no other superhero could take out this demon. But what? But again, now here's another interesting thing with Spider-Man's Venom. His new abilities. You know, his yeah. Venom shot or whatever it was called. Yeah. Like, why was that? First of all, when did Spider-Man get a Venom shot? You know, That, I mean? that was uh, Ultimate Spidey. That was like one of his new moves. He's got like two. He's got like a cloak thing. He's he got does. two differentiating ones. Yeah. That make him a little bit different. Where he's got that Venom thing. It's like a Venom touch. Yeah. Like a delayed, like, bah, you're paralyzed or something yeah. like that. Uh, and then the cloak. Yeah. He can basically just camouflage into anything. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that, that was cool that he was able to stop, but then Spider-Man shows up on the scene like, yo, what'd you do? Yeah, what was that? You know, I mean, but... It, but I felt I'm, a little harsh. Yeah, I'm interested to see where, where that goes, because I thought it was dope to see Spider-Man with Captain America's shield, and he sees it, and he's like, do I dare? Yeah. Like, you know, pick it up, and he uses it, and all that kind of stuff, but it's crazy to see... Peter Parker, Spider-Man, like, hop on the scene and go, yo, young boy, what are you doing? Yeah. And it's like, what you mean, what am I doing? I'm out here trying to save the world. Yeah. So I want to see where that goes. I want to see what the motivation of Peter Parker is to, like, why did he come at him like that? Why did he address him in that way? Yeah, especially coming off of uh, Secret Wars. And at the end of Secret Wars number nine, it looked like Peter and Miles had this relationship going. Yeah. Where Peter had said, like, you're going to do good, kid. Right. You know, it's like a mentor thing. I believe in you. You're going to be, you're going to carry the torch, and yeah. I, I believe you're going to do a good job. Or maybe, maybe if I put my writer's hat on. Put it on. Maybe Peter Parker has a bigger plan that he was executing, that he was working, that he was doing. Uh, maybe miles showed up on the scene did a spider-man thing and peter's like oh come on son like i knew i was doing this and you came in and like you messed it up i could see that being possible because the new the new spider-man the way that that's written now with the peter parker spider-man i should say he's more like tech savvy he's got his like spider car he's got his gadgets his all that stuff his inventions can i be honest i'm not really interested in that spider-man neither am i and like you know, I don't, I can't tell if it's because of Miles being on the scene or what, or maybe I'm just not feeling Dan Slott, the writer. Who, I think who does Miles Spidey. feels more like Spider-Man than Peter Parker feels like Spider-Man. That yeah. I, the, the Spider-Man that I love. Yep. You know, the kid who's like, I gotta do this and I gotta do that and I gotta crack jokes and I gotta, gotta. Uh, 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 I'm torn. Like adult Spider-Man, like running this corporation with yeah, gadgets startup. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm good. Yeah. I don't pick it up. I, I don't pick it up. And and I was picking up Dan Slott's run on Spider-Man for a long time. I really liked a lot of those books, but uh, I think it's run its course. For me, there is only one Spider-Man. And it is Miles Morales. Dag. Yeah. Yeah. So I love the book. I'm excited for number two. Yeah. I'm sure it won't come out for like a month or so. Yeah, March something. But uh, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm, I'm ready. So what are we going to do for next week's book? Next week's book of the week um, on my list, as I'm looking at it right now, um, if we're going to continue on with what we've been doing, Old Man Logan number two comes out next week. And then we ought to go that path. Yeah, because if we're if Old Man Logan number one was was excellent, 
and very interesting. Yes. And I need to know where that goes. So if you're following, if you're following along with our book of the week, pick up old man, Logan number two, Uh huh. and we're going to do that. And the week after that, you know what comes out? No. Power man, iron fist number one. Oh, well, you know, we have to. Yeah. Like there's no way that we can skip. That. <laughs> right. Okay. Seeing as how we are basically the power man, iron fist, of the geek podcast. Yeah, yeah, world. yeah. A lot of people say I look just like Luke Cage. You right. Know, that Danny Rand thing. Going. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, people see us and they're like, yo, man, I see what you guys are doing. You know, I see it. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. It would be, f- oh, I just had a really, really funny idea. I'm not going to say it on air. I'll tell you after we get off. It's really <laughs> funny. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Off air secrets, man. All right. So. Um, I think that's it. I think that's the show. I think that's a wrap. Yeah. All right. So tell the people where they can find you on the internet. You can find me online. I mostly spend my time on Twitter and on Instagram at Adam Tetris, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. Uh, I also write a, a, a newspaper. Uh, it's my original short stories. Then I collaborate with a, an illustrator here in Philadelphia. His name is Michael Norcross. And that newspaper is called The Dark Matter Sequential. You can find us at www.darkmatterseq.com. How about you, Ock? All right. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Octavius A. Newman. That's O-C-T-A-V as in Victor, I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. Um, this podcast is a product of Bear Fruit. You can follow Bear Fruit on Twitter and Instagram at B3ARFRUIT. Also, go to bearfruit.com, sign up for the newsletter, check out the other podcasts and the other stuff we got going on. Go to the store, check out our merch, grab something, wear something, yeah. buy a gift for somebody else, Instagram it, all that good stuff. Believe in something. You know what I mean? Make something. Uh. Inspire someone. Uh. That's, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm talking about. Uh. All right. Um, this podcast, if you like it, leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. Um, on SoundCloud, leave us comments, talk to us, um, subscribe, share, rate, review. Keep the conversation going on Twitter using hashtag Kamabujunto. Um, give us our feedback. Let us know who you think would win in a fight between Wolverine and Deadpool. You don't necessarily have to agree with us. but The answer know. could be Adam. You could just say Adam would take it. Or... Adam, at the end of the day, we think we know that you think Man Thing would win. <laughs> All things come back, you know. Yeah, which reminds me, I just got to say thank you again to Dan Thing. Right. Thank you, Dan Thing. Giant size Dan. Giant size Dan Thing. <laughs> You're my man's. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, leave us comments. Talk to us. Share this podcast. Keep the conversation going. Hashtag Junto. Um, oh, send us an email at comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. Um, maybe we'll read it on the, read it online. Ask us questions. Maybe we'll discuss them on the podcast. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. I believe that's everything. All right. Pleasure talking with you, Octavius. All right, man. Until next time. Until next time. Peace. Peace.